Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome to episode 17. 17. I'm glad you keep track of this stuff. 17. Okay. So, for episode 17, we have some two kind of interesting topics. They're not quite a... Mine's not a haunting. Mine's more of an anomaly. Mine's a haunting. Nice. And there's been many cases of it, so... Yeah, I'm excited to tell you about it. I'm excited about yours, though. I'm kind of stepping a little bit into your territory with the random Canadian facts. Facts, facts, facts. So I'm going to be talking about Canada's very own Stonehenge that we have that nobody knows about until now. (laughs) I don't know why I feel like I need to say that. No, because it is. It's a dun-dun-dun moment. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that we actually have it. Yeah, I didn't know until I started researching. Mm -hmm. No clue. It just popped out, and I was like, what? Yeah. Do you want to tell them yours now, or are you going to save it for later? I Yeah, sure. I'm actually going to be covering the Gibraltar's Lighthouse, also known as Toronto Island's Lighthouse, which is pretty cool, and yeah, so I'm excited That's about that one. That's a spooky spot. It is a spooky spot. It not always amazes me about that one, how you can always find it, like, I don't know about you guys, but if you go at night sometimes, I've gone like three or four times, and then there's never been anyone around. I've never been at night. I've only been during the day. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you have to be careful you make sure you get the ferry back. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there at night and it's been weird. It's been like, yeah. weird. Anyhow. So I was surprised. Maybe you guys know about that Canada has its own Stonehenge. Apparently there's been a novel written about it by a guy named... It's not a novel. He It's a, it's a book mm-hmm. by Gordon Freeman. Although it's very hypothetical. So it's kind of walking the line. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the information I'm using today is kind of quotes from his book. And also, you might be aware of the CBC personality, Backroads Bill Steer. He actually wrote a really cool article on it, which I'm getting a lot of good information. It's from Northern Ontario Travel. So if you go to that website, you can Google Canada Stonehenge and it'll come up. So basically, what it is, it's up north by Lauder Lake, which is kind of east of Kirkland Lake, um, which is Northern Ontario for mm-hmm. our American and European counterparts. And basically, it's when you think of Stonehenge, you think of that Great Britain ones, mm-hmm. or like Outlander traveling through mm-hmm. the stones. Mm-hmm. This one's a little bit different. It's more of like a rounded mound mm-hmm. that lines up with the eclipses and the sun. So it's kind of somewhere between a Stonehenge and a medicine wheel, if you're familiar with those in uh, indigenous cultures. Yeah, the medicine wheel is interesting. If you guys don't know, it's broken into four parts. Uh, it's like a circle broken into four parts. And they represent earth, air, wind, and fire in different elements of the earth. So it's kind of a, a mixture between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, most people do think it leans a bit more to the traditional Stonehenge, though, than the medicine wheels. So basically, it's a bit of a mystery. Not so much how they made it, but just why it's there. So the rocks, when you look at it, it's very different than the type of rock that's in that normal area. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of glacier rocks. There's a lot of um, markings on the rocks that would have only been made by a glacier going by. Oh. That's a little bit different to the rocks that are around them. And a lot of the stones have different origins, different compositions, just where do these rocks come from? Mm -hmm. And they have a circular shape more than a tall, pointy shape. So (laughs) my favorite thing was, like, most people are just like, yeah, it was probably taller and they just fell over. 
uh, what? Yeah, there's it was a taller stack of rocks and just kind of fold, fell over over time. And then no, stuff grows. I find that so weird because if you actually see it, like it does not look like that. I think it depends on the photo because I saw a couple photos where it looks like, like it was a tall tower and it just fell over. Really? Because yeah. I've seen where it looks like I guess different. I guess you're correct because different angles that I've seen because I've never been there myself personally, yeah. but the ones I've seen, it looks like not placed. Well, yeah, I guess kind of placed there, but yeah. trying to picture if it fell over kind of be like. All over the place. But and this has been around, they estimate, for like thousands upon thousands of years. Really? Yeah. They they estimate this is thing has been here for a long time because they feel that indigenous people use that area from the earliest post-glacial times, like 6,000 years ago. Holy crap. Yeah. So they, like, they have no idea how old this formation is, but it could have been there for thousands of years. Do we know how, lo- how old the Stonehenge in Europe is compared to this? Probably, but I can look it up. I used to I know. do that. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know it's pretty old. I'd always made me laugh too, though, because like, it was like, how did they build Stonehenge? Mm-hmm. Like, they have things called wheels and logs and ramps. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, that's just my personal pet peeve. When people are like, people in history were smart. They just didn't have, like, computers. Yeah, sorry, that's a pet peeve of mine. So, apparently, the Stonehenge in... Europe. Mm-hmm. It's dating back to 5,000 years ago. Yeah, there's a few of those things around the world, and they all kind of pop up at the same time. So, but give or take a thousand years. But, that, but that's interesting, though. If you look in terms like so, around the same era, the same yeah. time, these things were popping up. It's the aliens. Yes. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that's what they believe. A lot of people believe because now, does the Stonehenge. Are they built on top of the ley lines that they do in. I didn't look that up. One thing that they did say is that it's found on almost. Um, it's like a flat, almost barren stretch of bedrock, which is really different than the land around it. The land around it's like soil and beach and mm-hmm. definitely not. Even though we do have a lot of rock because it's a Canadian shield. It's going to say it's completely shield. different. It's flat. It's like they put, it was very unique. It's just, it's very different. It's called a, it's like a geological anomaly. Mm-hmm. The four stone alignment match exactly with the rising and setting of the sun on the summer and winter solstice. Like someone actually sat there and watched it all. Which I thought was pretty cool. And apparently these dole stones or rock alignments were used by early indigenous peoples as power snares mm-hmm. to capture spirits that could be used against their enemies. So they're kind of known as quote-unquote power spots. And within 300 meters, there's a significant indigenous, um, and I can never say that word, encampment. There we go. <laughs> if The printing's a bit small. <laughs> but um, there's an archaeologist named Dr. John Pollock who discovered the adjacent beach called Pearl Beach had been used extensively by the indigenous people from about 6,000 BC up to the historical present. Hmm. And there's actually 14 other indigenous sites identified on Lauder Lake. Hmm. So it was definitely a heavily, quote-unquote, populated area for back in the time. So George Freeman wrote a book on it. You guys can get it up at the library. It's on Amazon. It's all over. And he kind of challenged that it was actually a stone calendar that marked the changing of the seasons. And he thinks it's even better than our modern calendar. So he argues that the 28 rays of the medicine wheel show that it's a lunar calendar. And the cool thing about ours is that unlike Stonehenge, which was made with large kind of big stones, yeah. our site is <laughs> constructed of lots of small rock piles, like the Cairns you see in Scotland, like the houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's dry stacked. Yeah. Sorry, I just realized I was talking really fast. Um, so he said it's more like a spider web-like pattern of stones extending over about 30 square kilometers. Hmm. I don't know what that is in meter and miles for you American folk. Sorry. We'll look it up. Just Google it. It's, you Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And another thing that's cool is there's, um, oh, it's like a volcano plug somewhere up there. I remember reading about. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more because I just realized I didn't write that down in my notes. I would love to actually go there. I've always, that's been on my bucket list. I have a place to hit. It's pretty cool. Because I've never been to the one in England, which I still have to go. My cousin's on me about that. And then I definitely would love to go to the one in Ontario. It's about a 10-hour drive yeah, from Yeah, it's pretty Toronto. far north. I would like to, but I don't even know if the pull of being pulled back into Outlander and finding, like, the fairy ring where we the fairy <laughs> would pull me into that many Unless books. Jamie's there. If Jamie from Outlander is there, I don't his know. fine Scottish accent and his nothing underneath his kilt. I don't know. That's so long, mosquitoes. I don't even I don't know, know if he's worth that for me. I have to see, like I said, if you ever have a chance to check it out, it is very cool. Or if you've been up there, let us know. I'll, I'll put some photos up for the website and the link to George Freeman's book so you guys can see it. But basically, it's just this mind-boggling work that mm -hmm. has stones from all over that's nowhere close by, a flattened bedrock, and it's just... That's a lot of work. Like, yeah, to care... Exactly. Like, in terms of, like, where were the closest glacier kind of like place where they oh, six thousand years ago would probably not be <laughs> oh no but you don't mean yeah. but i'm just trying to think in terms like yeah the rocks were cut they're rocks you know because if you think the the, the different rocks we do have in canada yes yeah. i understand especially being ontario we have the canadian shield but just be interested in terms like the glacial like to know where yeah. these come exactly from yeah it would be really cool because it's just and i'm sure there's some way we can date it eventually it's just or i'm sure they can figure it out i'm just not that smart but <laughs> Although, do you want to hear my favorite pickup line in the whole world? Oh, yes, please. Hey, Grace, are you made of carbon? Because I want to date you. <laughs> I love that one. And it's funny because the answer is always, yes, I am made of carbon. What? what? I wasn't too sure where you were going with that one because I'm like, I'm looking at you I'm like, do, am I? Do I say yes? And like, I was looking at you for like, it's well, the awkward pause that always makes it the best. Yes. Yeah. That is my favorite pickup line of all time. Are you carbon? Because I would uh, like to date you. Wah, wah. That's actually really good. So like I said, mine was kind of small. I'm still learning more about this myself. So if you have any experiences with it, any freaky things happening, any stuff like that, come and let us know because this is a pretty cool little Canadian tidbit. And did you, if you did touch it, did you get sent back in time Yeah. to like, happy days where you were fawns i don't know okay i don't know if you guys saw this they put an snl skit that was cut for time on the internet on youtube and remember the alien one with ryan gosling where the two of them <gasps> have the glorious that experience? is the best one ever well they did one with paul rudd but instead of being abducted by aliens the two of them went to the future and the other girl went back to caveman time no so that's why i always get afraid with this time travel stuff because i'm like with my luck i end up with like a pterodactyl eating me like i'm <laughs> No, my luck, I'll probably, like, die of the plague or my head would be chopped off by some crazy aristocrat royalty person. Yeah. So. Or a dog. <laughs> Wild dog. <laughs> Those like an animal. animal. I'll end up an animal or or dung beetle gets stepped on. In my luck. Mosquito. Oh, mosquitoes. Yeah. I have, there goes Grace. Yeah. This is why I could never write it like a time traveling novel. I'd be like, and she got bit by a mosquito and died of malaria two days later. That's like in The Simpsons when Homer, the, he went to time travel and oh God, he, yes. Mary hit the mosquito and that changed all oh, of like history. the history. That would be me because I would step on something <laughs> or I'll become something that I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's my luck. That was interesting. So we'll see. There's a lot of these things popping up around the world. So there is something to it.
There is. And there is, like I said, it's interesting to find the correlation in terms, I'm sure there's somebody who's written a book out there yeah. about comparing the both of them. It must be. Maybe George Freeman did. I haven't read his book yet. Hmm. It's, uh, maybe that should be our next Maybe that read. may be our, our next spooktacular read. Wah, wah. We love the puns. If you guys have not checked out, please do because once a month, first day of every first month. First day of every month we post a new book. Yeah. So go check it out because they are pretty good. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions for us, let me know. I'm always anxious to hear what you guys are reading. and uh, We're always looking for get spooktacular books. I know I, I am. I'm sorry. Because you're punny. I'm so... <laughs> well done. Like I said, mine's not too paranormal. It was just kind of interesting. No, I love it. I think it's so... Well, it is. Well, we don't know. Like, Because yeah. there's also theories that ghosts are not actually ghosts. They're aliens and... There's different things oh like that all the time, right? totally get into that. That is a whole other thing. Like, okay, not aliens, but yeah. some people believe that, yeah, you no. know, like theories about hearing things is actually... I went down the rabbit hole the other night. I'm huge into conspiracy theories. Oh, no, God. Like that's just, like that's that. just wrong it's, because I, I just, I'm the same way and then I get paranoid and then I can't sleep at night. <laughs> oh, no, fair enough. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fair enough. No, no, it's not, I'm scared. It's just because I can't stop thinking about it. it yeah, that's why. I can't get in my head. Yeah, we'll uh, talk in my head. We'll talk after we record. We have many things. So maybe we'll do a conspiracy theory special. <gasps> Canadian conspiracy theories. What I love though about Canadian conspiracy theories, it's just like we don't really have our own. We just kind of quietly do everything in the background while other people are doing the conspiracies. You know when you have that group project and everyone's working together, and there's that one person who goes off and does a whole bunch of stuff on their own, and then comes back and it's like, here you go. Yeah, that is us. I the, feel like Canada's like, yeah, you do you, boo. Yeah. We're just gonna stay here. Just I'm gonna, gonna do this. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Canadian conspiracy theories. I like it. I still have to watch that YouTube clip of the former defense minister talking about aliens. I've never watched that yet. <gasps> no. Yeah. Let's go. Well, All I was right. going to do, and that leads a segue to our, I've never used this in a while, but our, oh, it doesn't have an alien one. Never oh. mind. What would it <laughs> Grace, that's kind of spectacular. That's <laughs> <laughs> The Beatles, our alien Beatles. Surprise, there's no ghosts, it's just us. You know, the bold haircuts. That's exactly what I'm picturing them. I'm just seeing them be like, huh, we just did that as a prank. We put some random stones. Surprise. <laughs> Stupid humans. <laughs> They're like this. It's probably a joke. It's like, yeah. dude, dude, do you want to see something funny? Watch this, watch this. Okay, I'm going to put these random stones. See what these idiots do. Yeah. So true. Call them idiots. They'd probably call us idiots. Idiots. Stupid idiots. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I love conspiracy theories. So I'm so yeah, excited you totally do this because of I want to go check it out. We have to go check that out. Definitely on our bucket list. Yes, on our bucket list, as long as it's not in Jaime's keeper season. Oh, whatever. I'll just douse you in. Uh, Honestly, guys, bucket. I know you think we're joking, but it it is like I am their all they can eat buffet. It is crazy. That's so, what he said. <laughs> Just, sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> but no, but she legit is like the funniest person to go out with in the summertime. She has a full on bug mosquito suit. I am not kidding you. No, I do for wooded areas. Because that one time we went out, I had the bug spray, the bug patches, long sleeve shirt and pants, bug suit, and I still got three mosquito bites. And then I got none. And then I wore shorts and a t shirt, walk with sandals. I think it's all that booze in me. I'm pickled, probably. <laughs> I just smell too much of like wine and Doritos, so they probably don't want to come near me. It's probably on my Diet Coke and (laughs) your Diet Coke. They're like, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> so that just leads us now into our random Canadian facts. And now for some random Canadian facts. So this one was pretty cool. So did you know the longest freshwater beach in the world is actually here in Ontario? Oh, I didn't Can know. you guess what beach? Not Wasega. Yes, it is Wasega. <laughs> I'm like, what's the only beach I know? Wasega. Wasega Beach. That's so funny. So Wasega Beach, guys, is in Ontario, obviously. Hence, I just said Ontario Beach. Um, it's about two hours from Toronto yeah, or so. Yeah, too far. An hour and a half. It's this large beach. And we used to camp there because they used to have, um, yeah, like, little cute cabins and stuff like that. And then when people, we got older, then it got douchey a bit because people used to go drive out there. Yeah, I got a little. The guys with their, their eye rocks and <laughs> bad Geno beats we used to hear that yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's exactly, that. see? That's exactly. Yeah. So we stopped going there years ago, but as a kid, it was super fun because it's beautiful, big beach. Yeah. So it is the largest freshwater beach in the world. I did not know that. That's I know. Cool. In Ontario. And this one is pretty cool. So we're talking about aliens and conspiracy theories. So yeah, this is a cool one I found out. Okay. So Canada is at the forefront in the international search for new forces and forms of matter. Thanks to, it's called Snow Lab. Does that, that doesn't sound like an evil James Bond. Oh, no, it is. But, but it's so cool, though. So apparently, it was designed for study of the neuro, uh, it goes neutron in a darker matter physics it is the deepest and clean laboratory in the world and is dedicated to this type of work in Sudbury, Ontario. Mm-hmm. It was part of their whole observatory. It was built to mine to avoid any interference from environment and solar radioactive. Interesting. So, yeah. So, in Ontario, both places are Ontario. So, one being a freshwater beach mm-hmm. and another one, we actually have the largest tunnel and, like, laboratory underground. That's hilarious. In Sudbury. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. That's Ontario. Wow. Good things grow in Ontario. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> they better not change that. That is such a great catch. I know. I on, know. That, on that being <laughs> said, um, so I am going to talk about Gibraltar's Point Lighthouse. I'm so glad you said it because I can never Gibraltar, I know. So I'm just going to refer to It's no longer called that. It's actually just now called Toronto Island. Um, lighthouse. Really? Well, they go back and forth. People okay. still use it. They still have it on the plaque as Gibraltar's Point. Okay. But I have apparently marbles in my mouth today, so oh, I'm so just okay. gonna stay. I'm just gonna state it as Toronto Island Lighthouse. Perfect. So for those who are not from Toronto and anybody who's outside and people, a lot of people visit, mm-hmm. Toronto actually has has this very cool island called Toronto Island. Not very catchy, but just it's called the Toronto. It is what it is. It's actually very cool. You actually have to take a ferry mm-hmm. to go there, and people actually live there all year round. Yeah, there's these little kind of tiny cabin houses there. And it's- Some of them are big, though. Some people oh, live yeah? in bigger houses. Yeah, yeah if you go on the other side, and uh, there's a school there, oh, there's restaurants. Yeah, I have friends like one restaurant, but I didn't know there was really good restaurants there. So, nice. yeah, it's a really cute little place. So, that was our go to in the summer. It still is. Yeah, we. Take the ferry there, we get a bike, we rent a bike, and we just ride through the whole city. Just a regular town. bike, or do you get one of the cool tandem ones they have? It depends how many people will yeah. get the tandem one. I love the tandem one. The tandem ones, it's so funny, but then again, talk about... a little umbrella over it so you don't get sunstroke, it's really cute. It's awesome. And then, but you, like you said, the teamwork, you always have that one asshole friend who's not <laughs> yeah. pulling her way. Yeah. It's usually me, because I've been drinking a little bit too much. <laughs> <much. laughs> so I make everybody else like, I'm like, pull me! Pull me, right? <laughs> and then, yeah. 
And then um, sometimes I get frustrated. I just end up walking because the people are just too slow. <laughs> it depends how we feel. It depends how it goes. So it's this cute little island. Now I'm going to talk about not so much about the island. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, it has the coolest like Helen's Point. It actually has a nude beach. It does have a bit of a beach. It has a nude beach. Scandalous. And it's scandalous. And we had a friend that came from states and we joked around we told him yeah it's this really cool beach not known is actually you know nude beach yeah the nude beach and it's oh, predominantly okay. like a lot of males okay and so we told him and you know he walked in and just the first thing he saw were a couple of i fully thought you were gonna say you didn't tell him and then no be a we didn't tell him oh. we just let him we just told him it was a beach and not knowing and like he just walked in the first thing he saw were three guys with well hung gentleman walking up towards and his face went like 50 shades of red and Karen and I just ran away. We laughed around. It was the funniest thing. The only thing that makes that story is better because literally like a 20 minute walk the other way is a children's amusement park <laughs> called Centerville. <laughs> no. It's totally blocked <laughs> off with all the yeah, bushes. You can't like tell. you can't no. Like it but you, I always laugh because you know there's that one family who just takes the wrong turn and ends up in the wrong spot. Oh, yeah. and I have one Canadian random Canadian fact. Absolutely. So Centerville had an old wooden carousel. And it was one of the oldest functioning carousels in North America. Unfortunately, there was some flooding in Center Island last year or the year before that. Mm-hmm. And in order to pay f- to fix it, they had to sell some of the amusement things. So they actually ended up selling the carousel. But mm. for quite a long time, we had one of the world's oldest wooded functioning carousels. Mm-hmm. It was Sorry, cool. I digress. But. Yeah. Um, no, it's part, that goes with our story. So Because it, okay. it is Center Island and Toronto Island Lighthouse. So that lighthouse was built originally in 1808 when Toronto was still known as York. So for those who don't know Toronto history, Toronto was not known as Toronto. It was known as the town of York. And that's why we had the different versions like it. North York and East York, mm-hmm. Upper Canada and all that stuff. I there's no West York or South York. No. Just North, North York and <laughs> East York, which is funny because I live in East York. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually where we live in Toronto. We're known as East York. But even though we've been that's amalgamated so as a Toronto Twenty years ago, years ago. Yeah. so it is the oldest existing lighthouse in the Great Lakes. So, in one of Toronto's oldest buildings, still standing, which is pretty, cool. pretty cool. So, the lighthouse stands at fifty-two feet or six meters and extends about eighty-two feet or twenty-five meters. So, this is pretty cool. So, this goes back to my theory. So, the base of the lighthouse itself mm-hmm. was stone quarried in Queenston which is an extension from Kingston Stone, which we yeah. all know is limestone. limestone. All boats entered in the harbor. Sorry, so the lighthouse constructed and maintained was paid through the harbor fees levied upon all the boats that entered the harbor, so in and out. So when it was completed in August of 1809, the lighthouse was located 25 feet or 7.6 meters from the shore. Okay. So if you look at now yeah, where it is situated, right? Because it is different because... So, you guys, I will post some pictures this mm-hmm. week to show how the lighthouse looked before towards now. Yeah. And when we brought classes there, they were like, but there's no water. And it explains later on over the years what happened to it. Excellent. So, um, since then, sand has built over time that is now stands about 100 meters or 110 yards away from the land. So, it's tucked away from the water now. Yeah. So, that's what happened. So... People stopped, we stopped using the, the lighthouse back in the 50s, so we no longer needed it. So they just allowed kind of sand to kind of build up around mm-hmm. it. 
So when that lighthouse opened, it was accompanied by a lighthouse keeper's cottage. It was a square log cabin house cladded with clapboard. It was two stories and it had two rooms, one on the first floor and for the sleeping space and then above another one in the attic. So it had like a cute little cabin, so mm-hmm. one upstairs and one upstairs in the attic. Gotcha. So you're trying to picture in your head. So unfortunately, the cottage no longer exists. No, so a lot of people think there's like cottages around, but those are the artist cottages that yeah, people it's use. Different. It's totally different. The building is still part of the Toronto annual Doors Open. Oh, I know. Which is cool. So in Toronto, we have the Doors Open Toronto, and it's pretty cool. So all these famous historical places in Toronto that the public, general public, can't see once a year, they actually have this whole weekend, which I think it's this weekend, oh, this weekend? or next weekend, oh, check. where it's open. So all these places, like the Don Jails opened, yeah. Toronto Lighthouse, you can actually go. That's very cool. I've never been, because every time I want to go, and if you guys know me, I hate crowds. So yeah. I avoid it like the plague. I love going to this lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I've never been inside it. So it's unfortunate. I've never been in either. No. May I fiddled around with the lock a little bit one day. Maybe. Did I try to break in like beanie? Possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Nose around. Keep your mouth, Karen. Keep it closed, Karen. Keep it closed. <laughs> Karen knows what I'm talking about. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool location. It's awesome. So, now I'm going to get into the whole haunting of the lighthouse. So, like I said, it was the first lighthouse. So, this murder first happened. Dun, dun, dun. Let's rewind. So the legend of the hauntings connected to the first lighthouse keeper was known as John Paul. His name's Ruddlemuller. Ruddlemuller, but I'm just gonna call him JP for short. That works. <laughs> he was murdered on the island in the year of 1815. Ooh. I was waiting for you to do dun dun dun. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> opposite direction there. So apparently, according to local lore, or the story's been told, the soldiers from Fort York, which is right basically across yeah, the island, close. went to JP um, for a visit on a cold evening in January in 1815 oh. in search of bootleg or booze. So apparently, John, uh, John Paul was known for bootlegging beer. Okay. So he was a German immigrant from actually Bavaria. I knew. Yeah. Beer. beer. It's such a Canadian ghost it's story. It's such a Canadian ghost story. It has a beer and no, there's no burning <laughs> down of anything, believe it or not. <clears throat> oh, so it's half Canadian. It's just half Canadian. Well, but the, apparently these two soldiers came searching for beer and apparently they killed him. Now, these are several stories I found on okay. our favorite show, Creepy Canada. Love it. The Trontotus. Trontotus? What's that name of that? Trontonius? Trontonius, thank you. I'm having a hard time today. It's a tricky day. It's, it's a tricky day today. CBC had a couple articles on this. Okay. The Star had a So there's two conflicting stories. Everywhere I looked had their own Ooh, version of this. I like this. So there was a first story I found was that apparently two soldiers came searching for beer, couldn't find it. They only walked away and they beat him to death. I think it was because of they couldn't find enough beer, yeah. but apparently they were already drunk. No, I was going to say, it sounds like some of the drunk idiots you see downtown. Exactly. But to jump on a ferry or boat in the wintertime to head over to the island to search a beer? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, though, a lot of the soldiers were, like, 18-year-old kids. Like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, like, when you're 18, it's like when you're in college, you're like, let's go get a shopping cart and run down to the store, store. just because we can. Like, exactly. Exactly. So that's perfect. But I'm kind of thinking. It's cold, though. 
Bob and Jay. Silent Bob and Jay. Oh, Bob and Jay. And I'm thinking that's what's happening. You know? Yeah. Like, they're just getting to some stupid shit because they want to. Yeah. The other stories I also found out was that they said there's two soldiers who committed the crime. Again. Sorry, these weren't two thugs. Okay. And they were searching for whiskey. Okay. So, one story says they're searching for whiskey. Okay. And they're two thugs. One story says they're two soldiers looking for beer. Two people. Let's just keep in mind, people. Two people. Just two people. Two, now. Two jerks looking for some booze. So, apparently, like I said, when they broke out. So, the one story about the soldiers, they said things got heated. They got mm. a fight and then beat him to death. Now, the one I heard about the, these two thugs apparently chopped off his arms. Oh. Yeah, they hacked his arms off and then they killed him. That's horrifying. I know. I know. So, I want you guys not picture that in your head, but just keep that story in mind, the whole of dismemberment of John IJP from these two hoodlums or whatever, these two bad guys. Now, apparently, this is where the hauntings come from. So, it's been found that, well, they never actually did find his body, by the way. Oh. So, JP went missing. Uh, JP actually went missing. There's documents that he was a soldier. I'm sorry, a lighthouse keeper there. Yeah. They have all these documents. He came over, but he went missing. So, apparently, they had problems. The light was not being intended to, so they had to come over. The Port Authority came over. They couldn't find anything. They couldn't find him. They said he just went missing. They could not find him at all. So this was a big disappearance. Actually, a big search went for him. Yeah. He just kind of vanished. That's so weird. Right? So did he vanish or did he die? So that's the whole thing. People thought he just vanished. He he went away because there's yeah. no... In the articles I read, they said there was nothing they can find of... Um, suspicious? Suspicious or basically no clues of like violence right so it's okay. nothing like a violence has been taken part right yeah. because there's nothing left behind they just said he went missing like this guy went missing that's so weird 82 years later the lighthouse keeper another one who was there whose name is george durant is the one who discovered his body oh. now again i've heard other stories yeah they said george durant found his remains yeah. about a few feet away from the lighthouse. Okay. I've heard other stories where his daughter, who was shoveling mm-hmm. in around the sand, she's the one to discover the body. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is back in the 18, like late, late 1800s. Yeah. She discovers the jawbone, I think. That's what they said. Oh, my gosh. So, again, two conflicting stories. Did George Durant find it? Did this daughter find it? I'm thinking more towards probably George Durant. Yeah. He's the one who found it. And that's when they believe, like, this is where he was missing. So they basically solved the case of this missing lighthouse that's keeper. Wild. Now, I'm going to get to the stories of the hauntings. So, again, again, imagine. Yeah. Soldiers, fight, dispute. We can probably both agree there was some type of bootlegging booze because either there's... Because we're Canadian. We're Canadian. So it's either <laughs> beer or whiskey. whiskey. I'm thinking it's probably... Beer. I'm not just saying because he's German. Moonshine. But he's probably German from Bavaria. And because they have Bavarian beer, it's amazing. So I'm thinking he's probably Bavarian who's crafted this awesome beer. That's how I like to think of it. I like that. And uh, so these guys kill them. So again, so apparently the ghost of JP is known to frequent around the lighthouse. Again, because his body was disposed and buried not on the grounds, but like closer mm-hmm. to the beach. That's where they found it. They said that you will hear on some nights when it's like a misty night. Yeah. You can actually hear moans of a guy like in pain or distress. 
Also, two people said on certain nights, you can actually say they see a body looks like a shuffling, but like a dismembered, like oh. disarmed gentleman yeah. walking through from the far, and then he comes up and it's gone. He's gone. Okay. So from the far distance, you yeah. see like this figure, and he just disappears. That's creepy. By the time you get to him or he gets close to you, yeah. totally disappears. So that that's is that story. I can explain away the moaning with a lot of things, but that's yeah, it's. <laughs> Okay, oh no, you I'm thinking like these big because there it, it's a functioning dock area down around it. So there's a lot of these big ships that have moors and they groan when the ropes uh, pull on them. Yeah, like it's and there's a lot of animals. A lot of animals. And you still it is a residential area too. People still live around there. It's so creepy. I always joke it's a little bit um that movie with the bees, the bees. Nicholas Cage did one, Christopher Plummer did the one before it. It's about that small town. The fog? No. Because that's what I'm thinking what of. It? That's John Carpenter. And I need to sacrifice some... Wicker Man. Oh, Wicker Man. Oh. Yeah. It's, everyone there, I'm sure, is very lovely. It's just a little... That's yeah. what I think of when I go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking Nicolas Cage's character now. It wasn't... The original one was yeah. a little stranger, too. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> it is strange, but yeah. We don't mean to offend people in Center Island. We no, love your area. Lovely. It's, it's lovely. Just, we love you guys. It's just... There's all these little It's a commune. It's <laughs> <laughs> separated. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently they said they see this body so of him. People get cold spots when you're walking around the... Really? If you guys ever felt a cold spot, it's not like you're like, oh, when, like no. No. It's, it's like a cold spot. You like can walk into a freezer. So people say they walk in certain areas. People have actually done the walk. Mm-hmm. Not so much during the... Um, doors open but people investigated yeah. have heard things actually our friends at paranormal seekers we're going to have them on again we're going to we're going to try, try to, it again yeah try it again they've actually did i think last year they were there they got some really i think they got some evidence interesting so we can ask them when we have yeah. them on but yeah so just cold spots they actually hear like again yes moan and cry but they actually hear like a very gurgling like very blood curdling kind of scream like oh. someone's being hurt so that's why they think how he was killed yeah. was probably in a very violent, violent inhumane way, like just very violent way. Like just if they did chop off his arms and then kill him later, oh, that's, that's just horrible. horrible, right? Just what a horrible way to die. Yeah. So they said the figure with no arms, you could hear him calling out, cold spots near and around the lighthouse. Again, disembodied voices. Yeah. So you're thinking you hear something and people walk around, nobody's there. And like I said, a lot of people have almost but the same accounts. Everybody's had the same account. So it's not like different stories. You're hearing different really? stories. These are all like the same things people are hearing. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So this lighthouse is super cool. Is I would cool. love to do a night there, not to spend, you know, spend a night yeah. because there's really nothing much to do. You have the lighthouse. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's too Central bad. Island closed it down early. Yeah. I lock everything away. Yeah. There was the, uh, Franklin the Turtle Hedge Maze for a while, but I don't know if that's still going. I, I don't think so, but <laughs> we can gander. We can just walk around. But yeah, I just think it's such a cool place. Like, I've loved really going cool. there, and I've always heard the stories since I was a kid. It's, yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh, just go stories. Like, no, this is like a, it was a Missing's case story, and they actually did find his body, and like all these like different theories of how he died, but they all, is either he did die of his, a brutal death. I only wonder if it was actually him or if it was someone else they found. The see, that's exactly it. Yeah. The see, you just don't know. And Lake Ontario has a vicious undercurrent. Mm-hmm. So if you go down in there, you are done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I always just... It's, it's 
Sorry, I find it so interesting. Mm-hmm. So that is the story of the Toronto Lighthouse and J.P. Miller. That was really Radomuller. Radomuller. What is it? Radomuller. Mueller. Mueller. So if that, that is cool. Sorry, peeps, man. That was a sad story the way to go down. So yeah, that's my story. And that I'm sticking really cool. to it. Very cool. So yeah, thanks for joining again. Said episode 17. Woo. I will promise to get my new tongue when I do record her next one because and I will practice talking slow. So yeah, sure. We're just a little bit teacher brain. We only have yeah. a few weeks to go, and and I have to apologize. Grace was sick the past time, and I've been sick for the past few weeks. So mm-hmm. the haunted cold is going around. It's so good. Possessed by this demon cold. So, <laughs> um, thanks again for joining us, guys. Uh, yes, thank you. Please do like and review us. Please find us at, at, through Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Mm-hmm. And do share with your friends. If they like the paranormal, send them our way. And again, as Beth said earlier, if you have your own encounters, your own stories, or locations for us to go check out, please do share them with us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Until oh, yeah. then, stay spooky. Bye, guys. Bye.